We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Here it is, the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. Go ahead, give me a follow on Twitter, at Dan Day Radio. I would greatly 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 appreciate it especially on this monday because yesterday i decided to go to the beach sit out on the beach for a while it wasn't sunny i fell asleep and apparently while i slept the sun came out so i am a lobster today my face hurts my arms hurt my armpits got burned oh so to kind of dull the pain on this monday you're gonna hear from manny diaz as he talks with the joe rose show Oh, they're talking about spring practice. It began earlier today. Dan Levitard's show got those Stugats weekend observations. And Hawk and Crowder, February is done, and we're still having the fun. Right now, let's have some fun with the headlines. The Heat look to extend their two-game home winning streak tonight when they play the Bucks at 7.30. The Panthers fell further out of the playoff race, losing two games at home this weekend. First to the Blackhawks 3-2, then Calgary 3-0. Next is Boston on Thursday. The Canes football team opens spring practice today. Season starts September 5th against Temple at Hard Rock Stadium. Inter-Miami CF fell 1-0 to LAFC yesterday in the team's inaugural match. Next, they play NDC this Saturday at 3.30. The Marlins defeated the Nationals earlier today in spring training. They play again tomorrow against the Mets at 1. The Canes baseball team swept Towson this past weekend. They are back in action 6.30 Wednesday at FAU. While the basketball team fell to Georgia Tech 63-57, next up is number 22 Virginia Wednesday at 9. And now we take a step into the day spa. Ah. <sighs> A California man using a high-pressure motion sensor sprinkler to ward off thieves. Eh, he's okay for now, but with the water shortages in California, I'm surprised the homeowner has not been arrested. 242 Filipino fire trucks lined up in an attempt to break the world record for longest fire truck parade. No confirmation on whether they succeeded or not, but the record was surely broken for a number of times someone made the joke, Where's the fire? A goat was recently removed from an Oregon adult group home after he entered the facility and began headbutting residents, causing them to barricade themselves inside their rooms. Goat one, old people, nothing. Now on the weather brought to you by Hylia Park. Tonight's forecast, slight chance of rain with temperatures in the low 70s. For the best poker tournaments in South Florida, visit Hylia Park Poker Room. Visit HyliaPark.com for our poker tournament schedule, plus join us for our $75,000 guarantee March 7th through 13th. Why play anywhere else? Visit HyliaPark.com for details. It's never too soon to start thinking Football, football, football. Not XFL. We're talking college football. The Canes. The coach, Manny Diaz, joined the Joe Rose Show this morning talking about that new spread offense the team will be employing. Also, spring practice. It's a fresh start. What is he going to change about himself personally? And, of course, it's not Manny Diaz if he doesn't talk about the transfer portal. 
As spring practice starts today, Manny Diaz. Manny, good morning. How are you, buddy? Doing great. Good morning. How are you? We're doing good, Coach. And uh, fresh start today. A lot of new faces. New coordinator, new O-line coach, new receivers, no huddle. Uh, what do you expect it's going to look like for a few days there, coaches, especially offensively, while these guys try to figure out what Coach Lashley wants to do? Well, it's spring ball, right? So there's always going to be a little bit of, you know, schematically, it's building of the sauces, right? But... I'm not really concerned about what it looks like schematically. I'm just I'm I'm more concerned today about uh, our effort, the mentality of the guys, and just the way that we attack today and the way that we attack every other day this spring. I think that's you know the the, the mentality of the spring, the the, the the connection between the players has been a big theme for us so far in our offseason program. And today it, it just we we do the same thing with helmets on. Is it a fresh start for everybody on the team? Because last year you might have had some guys who got oh, this just not good enough. Or are you able to go all right, guys, New Year? We're back. Everybody gets a, a, a shot at this thing. How do you treat it as the head coach? Every team every year is a is a new entity. It's, it, it is a different collection of people, uh, and the team is ultimately just determined. Our, our, our season will be determined by the collection of people that we have and the behaviors and choices that they make. That's just what defines a team. So, yeah, that's one of the things about college football is that you're, you're always turning over your roster. Do you have a different group of guys in our locker room than, than we had a year ago? But even the guys that return, look at it the other way, too, even if you did well a year ago even if you think you have our, our whole theme this spring is that no one in our locker room right now has any status we've got great competition basically at every spot on the field and 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 it ought to be a very hungry team that takes the field here in a little bit coach health wise going into spring uh anyone that's not going to be out there ready or what, what do you expect from that got a good laundry list of guys that uh you know which is pretty typical that you know have your offseason type surgeries so there, there, there will be some guys that will be missing for sure, but the ones that will be out there uh, will have a great chase, uh, chance to you know, improve themselves fundamentally and, uh, and and take a claim for some big roles in the fall. Coach, what's the biggest changes you've made as a coach after one year and had a chance to kind of self-evaluate? I know you do a lot of that stuff. What will you change about Manny Diaz? year two well there's plenty of things you know uh, some of those things that kind of are internal you know things that, that we know inside the program but we, we we've got a real good sense of of what wins and we've got a real good sense of, of, of what gets you beat and and surrounding ourselves with the behaviors and the people uh that want to win and uh, that uh, will do what it takes to win and 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 removing ourselves from the ones that, that won't that's my key job and and to create that competition on the field is uh is what i'm looking forward to today i i know you said everything's open you know every job's open and stuff but i can tell you Everybody locally and nationally is already talking about those the R and R pass rush man Roche and uh, Russo uh, and their potential of playing together. Does that even get you along with all the other young talented guys you have at that position get you a little fired up? The idea of that is exciting, but having watched our film a year ago, we 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 better earn the right to to rush the passer and, and that gets back to stopping the run you know certainly you know you mentioned Greg you're go very talented but we, we've got to be more firm at the point of attack in the run game and our you know our numbers overall were good but just but again to the standard that we want to play at again there's no there you know it's easy to get overhyped on things but let's keep the main thing the main thing and uh and there's no one that right now should be thinking about uh, I'm talking on our in our locker room that there's no one that should be thinking about that they've got this game uh figured out coach uh, Zach McLeod coming back uh, and and basically leading the linebackers not just that 
but maybe be your voice on defense for you. Uh, obviously, after last season when he took the red shirt and came back, this has got to be kind of exciting for you to have a guy, one of those three linebackers you had since basically you've been there, that's still back this year. The other two guys obviously going pro, but Zach McLeod kind of being the leader on the linebacker core and maybe the defense. It is great to have someone like Zach who, not you know, not just in terms of his you know playing ability, but as you mentioned, he is, is such a, a great leader on our team, such a hard worker. I'd say we've got that. We, we, we probably, due to just being a year older at our secondary and, and some of the change up front, we're probably we probably are a little little stronger in the leadership department defensively than what we were a year ago. And I look forward to seeing some of those guys step up in those roles out there today. Coach, I don't know how, how much like legally within the NCAA rules that you can see your guys this last couple of months work out and stuff, but everybody's kind of raved about Derek King and the way he's come in and kind of taken over. I know he just lost his father, but before, just uh, do you feel that? And have you seen that with a guy that's been there and done it and had success? Yeah, Derek uh, heard about that before he got here. That you know, in terms of who he was and and what type of worker he was and and all those type of things, We're, we can be around. Just so you know, we can be around him for work. We can't be around when there's a ball present. Okay. Um, but we can put we can put him through some workouts in, in our off season program and 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 yes, and certainly uh, Derek has been a very hard worker. I'll say this is that we we have had you know our guys have gone hard and they've gotten after it uh, as a team over the last eight weeks of our off season program. We did mat drills all throughout the month of February. So this is a you know again we. we we have some guys that are that are working, and now we got to get on the field and and uh, you know and, and get the improvements in terms of what we do between the lines. Uh, the transfer portal. Are, are you done, Coach? Are you you still looking at potentially some guys that might be out there or, or might be out there soon? That sort of has a rhythm. What I, what I mean is that there, if you look across the country, there'll be a lot of activity. You know, around the turn of the year, a lot of activity around signing day, and then now we're you know most everybody in the in the country is either going to be in spring ball now or start spring ball here in a couple weeks. So you you may see another little blip of, of activity after spring ball ends and, and, and some kids want to change locations. And we, yeah, we'll always have the ability if, if we think there's a guy that can improve our team, you know, to maybe hop back in there. Hey coach, uh, real quickly on the transfer portal. I, I see some of the uh, conferences uh, have started to agree with one transfer portal and that's it. W- would you be good with that? You get one transfer and and that's it? Well, we're going to have some discussions on that this spring. What, what, I, what undeniable is that current state of college football is going to change. It is changing and and, uh, and I think it's just a matter of everybody coming to, to terms with, with what the game is going to look like and, you know, and how it benefits a student-athlete. But at the same time, you know, to make sure that the football programs, from a number standpoint, aren't left out where, you know, all of a sudden you're, you're, you can you can lose your depth and not have a way to replace it. Uh, that can really jeopardize the ability to field a football team, as crazy as that sounds. Coach, the up-tempo offense, uh, you know, and I know Joe brought it up in the beginning, talking about no huddles and this and that uh, when it comes to practice. How much that can help your defense out also? Forget about just the offense and being up-tempo. How much will that help the defense out in practice seeing that just about every play well it'll help a lot because you know that's sort of the world that we live in you know that that is that is college football and, and in our league we're going to see a lot of up-tempo offense so to have that ability to, to practice against because you know the big part of what they're trying to do is create chaos and and make your players on defense you know make mistakes it also points to the benefit of having depth you know and that's why whether you're talking about spring practice or or even in the fall you know you, you've got to be able to roll two different defensive lines. You've got to be able to roll a bunch of guys in the secondary because you're going to defend more plays. And, and so on both sides of the ball, you know, we want, we want, we will have more opportunities for guys to make plays on offense. And, but we, but you've got to have great depth in this day and age of college football. Hey coach, I know people have been pretty critical of the offensive line after the numbers and, and lack of running game and all the things that happened a year ago. It's a pretty good young and talented group. Plus last year, coach, when teenage guys get a lot of experience against 21 and 22 year olds, the 
jump that you can see in college. I feel pretty good about this group, plus a couple of horses you have coming in. How do you feel with that group? Yeah, I think getting everybody back. You know, look, college football is a developmental game, and, and, and no position more so than at the offensive line, right? When you go through a season and you've got to start two true freshmen, that's a very rare thing. I mean, when, when have you ever heard of that anywhere, let alone at a program like the University of Miami? So, you know, I think Garen Justice getting in there will continue to develop those guys. And, and again, I think the spread offense and, the, and going up tempo, look, when it first came into college football, it, there's no position that benefits more than the offensive line because you're going to try to neutralize the energy of the defensive line through your tempo, right? It is the great equalizer because there's nothing harder to do in a game of football than rush the passer. There's nothing more physically taxing than to rush the passer. So the defense has 35 seconds to rest, recharge their batteries, and then fly off the ball. You know, you're getting the, you're defending the best, you're, you're, you're having to block the best of the defense on every play where, you know, again, you get those guys a little off their game. Now, look, it's not so simple. You got to get, you got to get first downs. You got to get it rolling too on right. offense. But, but that is the idea. And all of a sudden, you're not defending the best version. You're not going up against the best version of the defense on every play. You got a pretty good feel for where. Not that they're going to start, but where you like everybody on that. And I know you got a new O-line coach, and you're going to let him make that decision, but you got a pretty good feel from, from watching him a lot last year where everybody could be. Well, yeah, but like but like I said, I mean, it, it's let's let's get on the grass and let's go 15 days and find out, you know, what we're all about. You know, it, it would be a mistake on anyone's part to try to start to predetermine yeah. spots, and you know, let's, let's see you. what it's all about. The other thing is, coach, it's always hard for me because some of your sexy names on this young group aren't coming in till they actually graduate high school, like most normal <laughs> high school kids. How hard is that, and how do they go about fitting into the this big picture before this? The spring football starts. Well, that's one thing we know about spring ball is like, look, we've, we've probably, you know, we got a handful of guys that are out with injuries. You know, you do have some guys, like you say, that are, that are still, you know, finishing up in high school. So we won't be the same team today that we're going to be in September. However, there, there are some things that we can establish today. And that's, that's what I get back to. That's our, you know, the, the, the way we compete for everything, our, 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 the, the edge that we play with and those type of things. I mean, those are habits. And the more people we have that have those habits, and that's what, you know, again, when you talk about getting the right people who identify with the culture of the program, that's what leads to success in the fall. Coach, you, you talked about, I saw you, you went back out to Hard Rock Stadium, the message, protect home, win these home games and, and take care of that. That's the one thing that was the same message from a year ago. I don't know how much stuff, other stuff. Coach, just talk about that and, and the message by sending all those guys out there and getting them jacked up where they're going to play their home games well you have to have you know the world response to incentives and it is important that we win at home uh there's obviously a great tradition here in miami of winning at home but there's got to be a price to pay for when we don't and that's something that we want our players to always be thinking of when we're running you know we did a little bit extra this year than we did a year ago we went out there and you know and i want our players when when we're when we're running up and down the stairs in the upper deck at, at hard rock and and, um, you know, and somebody's sitting up there in that top row, you know, when our players go by that seat, I want them to identify with that fan that's paying their hard-earned to come watch us play. And that if, you know, if they're going to walk, climb up those steps on that top level of the Hard Rock Stadium, they better come and see a team that gives everything they have every week. That's, that's, that's the, you know, that, that's, that's the least we can expect. Damn, coach. You had them going to the top of those steps. Jeez. I was, coach. I was waiting for you to say the bottom ones. I knew you were right. going top, coach. Holy smokes. You're getting after <laughs> don't, it. Don't lose it home. Hey, coach, we really appreciate it. Thank you for spending some time, and I think everybody's excited to see what the new offense and uh, a lot of the new players are going to look like when, when it all gets said and done. Thank you. All right, guys. Thanks for having me on. Manny Diaz hopefully has the team going in the right direction. Going to reserve my opinions until I see them play. Temple will know from the kick. Getting them going in the right direction. Spread offense, defense flying around. I'm already excited, and we got a long way to go till even the football season starts.
Don't have a long way to go to hear the Dan Levitard Show. We've got Stugatz Weekend Observations next on the Best of the Joe Show. This is the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station. I am Dan Day. Please give me a follow on Twitter, at Dan Day Radio, where you can always step into the day spa. <sighs> Plus some other musings that I have about sports, about life, about the world. Just a little step into my brain, but not too much into my brain because it can get kind of weird in there. Gets weird with Dan Lebitard Show weekdays from 10 to 1 here on 560 The Joe. One of the fun things about a Monday with the Dan Lebitard Show is Stugatz Weekend Observations. It is time for Stugatz to share his game notes. No one in the media will tell you what happened better than my boy Stu. Dan, with potential landing spots of Indianapolis or New England, the Red Rifle, Andy Dalton, is back. Pinehurst, too. Go bleep yourself. Wow. People who think they are good at golf, go play Pinehurst number two on a 46-degree day with winds blowing 20 miles per hour in all directions. When you are done, let me know how good at golf you think you are. How is it? People stand in line for 10 minutes at Starbucks, get to the cashier, and have no idea what they want. That's so funny. Annoying, man. Yeah. yeah, ten minutes to figure it out. Stop yapping to everyone online. Yeah, the Bucks are fifty-two and eight. They're really good. Milwaukee Bucks, quietest fifty-two and eight start in NBA history. The Bucks have been stuck at eight losses for a while now. You can't rule out the Warriors' record. <laughs> you really can't. It's they're beating. He's playing thirty minutes a night, and they're beating everybody by double digits. The Milwaukee Bucks are giving up. Less than 90 points per game over the last three. In today's game, you know what that means their defense is doing, Dan? Shutting them down. It means their defense is suffocating. Oh, suffocating. My bad. And they should still be better. 40 points, 20 rebounds, and 5 assists in 35 minutes. Jesus. By the way, that wasn't a Jesus like Jesus. I'm impressed. I call Giannis Jesus now. Because he might actually be Jesus. The Greek Jesus. <laughs> He's unbelievable. Report. All signs indicate Titans tackle Jack Conklin is going to sign with the Jets, even though the two sides haven't spoken. You know what that means they exchanged, Dan? A wink and a nod. Oh, That's what they've exchanged, Dan. Okay, very good. I'm sorry. A wink and then a nod. Yeah, it's like a wink of, followed by one of these. Yeah, both you of looked them. at that? Yeah, yeah. yeah, one of those. Yeah. <laughs> I, know what, I know what a nod is. Oh, just guys. making sure. I appreciate the elaboration, but it was unnecessary. You know what a wink is? And what kind of report is that? <laughs> Ridiculous. The NFL is closely monitoring the coronavirus. Question, is anyone else? Trey Adams. I would have given the same exact answer. Headline, leaked video of Trey Adams saying he wish he had a bigger penis. Perfect. Whoever came up with that should get what Trey Adams wishes he had. A long extension. Also, the person who leaked the video... Should be fired. What happened there? Well, a yeah. big extension? I mean, that's... <laughs> a long extension. A mile far? Oh, okay. Never yeah. mind. And who's leaking these videos? I mean, they're supposed to be private videos. Amazing. The Lakers are working at Dion Waiter. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
That is great. Oh, man. Mike Trout, PGA Tour, Collision Course, Trouty, John Lester, said he marvels when watching Yee Darvish. John, what you'll eventually marvel at the most is the amount of times Darvish lands on the DL. Tristan Wirfs, the most impressive combine I've ever seen from an offensive lineman. Yet, I still have no idea if he'll be any good in the NFL. In two games, since James Harden said that thing he said about Giannis, Giannis has played 62 minutes of basketball, scored 73 points, pulled down 33 rebounds, and handed out 12 assists. Dan, you know what Harden did to Giannis? I don't know. He poked the bear, Dan. Okay. Oh, you're so bad at this. Hey, terrible. I'm having a tough Monday. <laughs> easy. That was an easy one. Yeah, we'll try again. Aaron Judge, injured. Giancarlo Stanton, injured. Luis Saravina, injured. Mash unit. Out for the year. Dan, you know what the Yankees are? A mash unit. They are a mash ah! unit. Do not doubt me and my fluency and my marriage to this creep. Dan, <laughs> Dan is back. Out of that. Got it before he even finished. You complete me. Ah, let that be a lesson to everyone who tries to throw dirt on Kevin Gilbride's grave. The only time I haven't seen Julian Edelman with Tom Brady was it his mugshot. For jumping on the hood of a car in Beverly Hills. <laughs> He's always there. The Bears saying they will bring in a quarterback to push Mitchell Trubisky after spending the entire offseason announcing to the world Mitchell Trubisky is their guy. Lying season. I feel like relying on the Pouncey brothers to send you a weekly paycheck is no different than relying on me. L.A. Clippers starting the gel at the right time. The only time David Beckham is not the most handsome guy in the room is when Taylor Twelman is in the same room. In February, Kristaps Porzingis is averaging 25 points per game, or average 25 points per game, 11 rebounds per game, 2 blocks per game, and 4 threes per game. The Knicks traded him for Dennis Smith Jr., and cap space they would eventually use to get guys like Taj Gibson. I hate them. So did James Harden poop himself or what? Vipers. I think he did. Well, I think he did what as well. What else could it be? Right. Put it on the poll, Guillermo. Did James Harden poop himself? Vipers. 25 nothing over the defenders any given Sunday. Also, you know what the Vipers did, Dan? Uh, they made a statement. They pitched the shutout. Oh, sorry. And you know what the defenders did? Didn't defend. The Dragons have the battle, uh, gave the Battle Hawks all they could handle, and it still wasn't enough. Has to be a terrible feeling, by the way. Giving someone all they can handle. Yes, it is. And it's still not being enough. Yes. It's like marriage. Yes. I wouldn't agree with that so quickly, Dan. I'm more than 15 years in. You just got married. You need to sign a long extension. <laughs> BJ Daniels. And Scoot, B. Silvers, eyes are too close together to be any good at quarterback. Peter King <laughs> said, Jay, they are. <laughs> they are too close together. Can I put Basically it on the poll? one eye. Guillermo, put it on the poll. Can you be a good quarterback if your eyes are too close together? Cyclops. <laughs> Careful. All right. Peter King said Joe Burrow made it clear he wanted the Bengals 
to sign free agent A.J. Green. Dan, you know what Joe Burrow is doing already in Cincinnati? Calling the shot. Yeah! <laughs> Julian Edelman is the devil on Tom Brady's shoulder. Speaking of the devil, Art Bryles. Dan, those are the weekend observations. Nobody wraps up the weekend like Stu on the Dan Lebitard Show. Remember, you can download the podcast for that. This show or any of the shows you hear on this radio station, WQAM.com. You can also go wherever you get your podcasts for absolutely free or the radio.com app, which is free to download. Up next, Huck and Crowder. They're at Twin Peaks, and of course, they're having fun. We'll hear from them next on the Best of the Joe Show. Welcome back to the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. Hopefully, your Monday is smooth. I am Dan Day. And oh yeah, always having fun weekdays from 3 to 6 with the Hawk and Crowder show. February is done. Shamrock Shakes are back. The Canes, they've got a spring game coming up and Crowder wants to go. Plus, no fighting. No, no, no. No fighting. Now we've got, is it Stefano or Stefano uh, coming up later? Stefano Fasaro from uh, ESPN. Stefano or Stefano? Stefano Fasaro. Stefano Fasaro. He's uh, used to be a local newscaster, sportscaster, and now he's with ESPN. He was the sideline reporter for Inter Miami and the broadcast on ESPN yesterday. And so Crowder comes in today and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, doing all this research. Uh, I'm going to drop some names. I'm like, why are you going to drop names? Like, we're, we're talking in generalities. Well, we have established Pellegrino and Fasaro that we brought in, but Benigny. now we have this young guy Benigny. out of Clemson. You know what I'm saying? So you we talk about Robbie Robinson? Robbie, yeah, we have to know what, what, who, who is that star that's going to step up. What jersey do I need to buy, Stefano? That <laughs> was it, a good question. Yeah, we don't even know if it's Stefano or Stefano still. Hey, I mean, hey, we're hey, asking hey. about uh, Inter-Miami players. We don't even know if it's Stefano or Stefano. I have till 5 p.m. To, to work this out now. <laughs> yeah. Leave me alone. He's joining us at uh, <laughs> 5 p.m. Get a Robbie Robinson jersey. He's going to be a star. Oh, he um, ain't do nothing. Tell you what, that Pizarro's got a head of hair on him, man. I love it. I'm all about that. Okay, uh, so what do we got today here? I will say this as we start out the uh, the first show in March. Solana, you made it through February almost unscathed. I mean, we we went really easy on him in February. We only played the clip like twice. That is his month. I think we only played it once, once. to be quite honest. Oh, he why got, we do that? He got through February unscathed. Wait for 11 months, bro. Watch what happens. Now, what does March mean to everybody? Um, Major League Baseball is back. Yes. You have regular season games that start this month. And then the other important thing in March, always, uh, the Shamrock Shake is back at McDonald's. Uh, March Madness doesn't come before the Shamrock Shake? Mm, I don't think so. I think <sighs> I think uh, Major League Baseball starting, Shamrock Shake. Mm-hmm. What else would happen in March? Combine. When is uh, when's Cinco de Mayo this year? Take it to May. They're doing it again in May Yeah, they're doing it in All May. Right. They're not All moving right. it so yet. So they won't be in March. Yeah. yeah, I guess March Madness might be up there. Yeah, they get in top three. St. Patrick's Day. What flavor is a shamrock shake? That's uh, like a peppermint. It is, I've never had one. I mean, I we talked about this. You've, you've killed me. I've never shamrock, a shamrock shake, shake is a true delight. If you've never enjoyed a shamrock shake before, shame on you. I would say peppermint isn't an enjoyable flavor if you're not trying to make your breath smell good. Right. I, I don't think peppermint was the right answer. Mint. Is, it, is there a difference between mint and mint? peppermint? Maybe a little pepper. 
No, is there, is there, I, I don't know. Is there a difference between mint and peppermint? Now we have a question. Now we got something. <laughs> we got something going. 158, Four. we just came up with a topic, yo. Four hours, baby. We got action. And the funny thing is... <laughs> thought it was 305 for a second. Funny thing is, uh, you're going to have myriad opinions texted in. Everyone is going to be definite as to whether peppermint and mint are the same thing. Mm. I may have to send uh, someone, Amanda's here. Maybe I'll send Amanda to go get you a shamrock shake down the street. I don't know if that, is that band uh, formed to bring a shamrock shake into Twin Peaks? Yeah. Like to bring food in from an outside location to a restaurant? Let me see if there's any big women I'm scared of. Because you give me a girl under five feet, yeah. yeah. Let me get that shake. <laughs> and she wants to try it. Now, I don't know. Coronavirus is out there. Some of these girls look I sick. I can't share my straw. <laughs> <laughs> Big girl breathing hard. Um, got anyway. Her, got her CPAP mask the, right uh, on her face. Heat seemed to have gotten back on track the last couple of days. The Panthers are pissing me off again. Um, that being said, by the way, we're doing our show at the BB&T Center on Thursday. Boston Bruins are in town. And Saturday is going to be a huge game. They're returning. Retiring Roberto Luongo's jersey. Yes. That is the first Panther player that will get his jersey retired. And on Wednesday, on this very radio show, we will have tickets to give away for that Panthers game on Saturday. Very special game. Mm-mm, I when, need uh, <laughs> I'll get you tickets. On okay, because uh, don't the give them away right. if I can't get. No, them. no, no. We're gonna give okay. them away because Lou's getting his uh, his jersey uh, raised to the Raptors. But the Panthers, they are pissing me off again. I'm not gonna allow not gonna allow our giveaway on Wednesday, which is gonna be exciting. And then the game on uh, Thursday will be out there, and then the game Saturday where they do the retirement ceremony. Not gonna allow that to get in the way of me being angry. Hurricane. Spring practice is underway. Ed Reed at strong safety, right? Ed Reed is the chief of staff. And De'Eric King looking good already. And Rhett Lashley coaching them up. We got ourselves a football squad. Can can I get an invite to the spring game? I want to I want to watch De'Eric King. Can I, you get an invite to the spring I game? Want I mean, you, it's not like it's no, packed. No, no. I want y'all to – I want, I want not, us as a – I want us as a not show. not exactly uh, – To go to the spring game. And this is against my gator blood. But mm-hmm. I want to – I want to watch Jarrett King play football because then I can have a legit thought on what the Canes are going to be. All right, fair enough. I'll be happy. I'll be happy to go there. You're trying to sell them to me, and if you look, and there are some questions about Jarrett. Are there? Yes, there are. Are there? He had one good season. I mean, statistically, it might be the best season in college football history. Uh, no, I, I don't know. Bro, it might be the best season in the college football quarterback history. We all saw what Joe Burrow did last year. We saw the Tebow numbers. Not a bad season. Let's be honest. All right, I'm going to no, side with Jarrett King look, on that, but that's just you, me. I'm going to break this. To y'all, do you understand that y'all season is on how good Derek King is? Period. Yes. Period. Yes. No. That's why I said I want to go watch this young man. That's been the troubles for however many seasons. Like yeah. you, you have to have a consistently good quarterback. They're going to be running that spread. I mean, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be fun, man. I can't wait. I, I wish they played Florida tomorrow. No, don't say that. I wish they played Florida yesterday. <laughs> no, really, don't say that. You'd be sad. <laughs> but yes. With had y'all has Mium ever run a spread? No. They were all this is the first time you're running a spread yep. with a new OC, with a new quarterback. That's why I question it. That's why I want to watch it. Because I can I could leave watch that spring, and weep. I could leave that spring game and really swing what I think about this. Watch game. and weep, my friend. <laughs>
<laughs> Watch and weep. The uh, Wilder Fury rematch is going to happen. They have both activated their rematch clauses. I love it. I think it's going to be uh, because he's still a huge hitter, Deontay Wilder. Yes. So while Tyson Fury has beaten him, whatever they said, 17 out of 19 rounds or whatever it's been yeah. over the last two fights, all Deontay Wilder has to do is connect once. But if he if he's if he's too heavy in the upper body, okay, but he's not going to make the man. same mistake in the third fight that Bro. he made in the second fight, is he? It's not. Is it a must? That's a mistake. That is an excuse. I have this conversation with my son, Chan. There is there is explanations and there's excuses. Okay, that thing about this damn helmet you wore being too heavy okay, is no, an no, no, excuse. No. That I mean that's ridiculous. But he's going to be ready for what? For Fury to lean on him? Yeah. To be aggressive? Like yes. he's going to have a counterattack to that this time. He has to counterpunch because he never expected Fury to be Correct. as aggressive. Yes. And so I don't expect you're going to see the same fight. And he's going to connect with one punch. I'm not even saying that I would bet Wilder. We better not the way our our little numbers are looking. <laughs> we had the Zion Williamson <laughs> over last night. Appreciate you, bro. There you go. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. By the way, speaking of fighting, Dada 5000, who is, uh, if you saw a dog fight, you saw him one of the yeah. backyard boxing's uh, all-time greats and local guy. He is promoting a bare-knuckles fight card this Saturday at Hard Rock, and Dada 5000 is going to join us here at Twin Peaks. He's coming here. In the 4 o'clock hour. He's coming here. And I'm scared of him. I'm going to challenge him to oh. a fight for you. No, 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 yeah, Jack. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting for this Bro, moment for a long time. I've talked to him. <laughs> I've talked about this. I'm a tough guy, but I'm a calculated tough guy. <laughs> He's on my small list of do not mess with guys. Well, I've got some really good insults ready to go for him on behalf of you. But I'm I do pu- want to. I'm pulling out all the cards. <laughs> I'm going to meet him before you what's do. What's up, brother? Big man, what's up, baby? <laughs> How you doing, man? You like old Barack Obama's time in office? <laughs> I'm pulling out all the cards. You better not make me try to fight that big so old fella. Dada 5000 is going to be here. And I, I do want to ask him about, because backyard fighting, bare knuckles fighting, you can't really make excuses. I have to know his feelings on Deontay Wilder using the costume as an excuse (laughs) because it seems and throwing in the towel. And can you do that? In ba- I mean, I guess you could tap out in backyard boxing. Yeah. You could tap out, I guess. But it, And then I was looking into it. They have a triangle ring, which encourages con- yes. contact. Yes. Like, no running. Correct. There's going to get it. And that's what the thing I want to ask him. You know he died? Yeah, yeah, twice. I want to ask him, is it like ghost? In, in, like, uh, did he see Whoopi and did he go outside of his body? Or is like, was he just dead? Adrian, our engineer, is looking at Crowder like he died. When he fought Kimbo, who actually ended up dying yeah. after that fight. But when he fought Kimbo, remember? Dada 5000, he was taken out of the ring, didn't look like he was in good shape, like, and and he died twice, he said. Flatlined. In, yeah, flatlined twice. I am curious. Yes. Like, I was, like what happened? Because we hear about the white light and all that right. stuff. Shamrock like, shake. Where did you hear? People don't say that? Where did you hear that when I died, I had a shamrock shake? I swear I've heard people say that, man. I heard the out of body to heaven, Died and gone to heaven, shamrock shakes all Sham over the place. Shamrock shake. I, I swear I've heard that. They don't even know if mint and peppermint tastes the same. They're giving them a shamrock shake in heaven. Check that out, uh, Solana. <laughs> Do some research. Inter Miami played their first game uh, yesterday. Word over the weekend was that Tua Tagovailoa's meeting with the Dolphins didn't go well. Uh, we'll talk weird. about what Safed Dean wrote yeah. about that in the Sun Sentinel. Wrapping up the best of the Joe Show. I am Dan Day. Follow me on Twitter at Dan Day Radio. You can download the podcast for this show or any of them that you hear on this radio station, wqam.com. 
Also, you can go to the radio.com app or you can download podcasts wherever you get them for absolutely free. Got any questions? Go to Twitter at Dan Day Radio and I will do my best to answer them in a clear and distinct way because that's what Mondays need to be clear and distinct because it's all muffled from the weekend. I will be back tomorrow, 6 o'clock, right here, 560 WQAM with the best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.